Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, and welcome to the Carrie Faith on Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Faith. As an energy healer, psychology, and human behavior specialist, trainer, mentor, writer, speaker, and lifelong student of self-development myself, I am here to support you to manifest your wildest dreams. We make it fun, easy, and predictable on the show with inspiration, motivation, and transformational principles for lifelong change. You can consider me your spiritual guide in your pocket, leading you towards your highest purpose and trusting yourself you are on the right path. I share real conversations with the visionary women who are top leaders in their fields after they themselves pivoted and stepped into their higher purpose in life. This show is for the woman who wants it all and more and is ready to step into her infinite power and potential from within. Are you ready? Let's begin. This week on the show, I have a dear soul sister friend. Seriously, you are going to love her. Deanna Laguli is an international success and business coach who teaches female entrepreneurs how to rapidly launch and scale their online businesses through aligned and inspired action. And to be honest and truthful, she has been my mentor, coach, and BFF messenger buddy over the past year. Drawing from her studies in business and nearly two decades of experience as a serial entrepreneur, she helps her clients to reach 40K months in 90 days or less. Her goal is to inspire millions of women to be more and have more without having to do more. A graduate of Stockholm Business School and School of Economics and Business, Deanna is a certified NLP Master Practitioner and Goal Mapping Practitioner, who also works with Mind Valley and Evercoach by Mind Valley as a mastermind facilitator and regional Swedish network ambassador. Since 2019, she has been a moderator alongside me, an advocate for the next level in self education with Dean Graciosi. A true global citizen, Deanna speaks and coaches in, listen to this, four different languages. I think it's more, but she told me for, I think she might be holding back and has worked with hundreds of clients all over the world, 23 countries and counting. Deanna has been featured on over 50 podcasts and hosts the Fearless and Successful show. It's an amazing podcast. Go check it out where she has interviewed exceptional thought leaders in the industry. She is a contributor to Thrive Global and has a appeared on national TV for ticker news. Seriously, I don't even know how honored be in a private BFF DM messenger where I go to her to cry, to celebrate, and honestly, to break down and have major breakthroughs. You're going to love Deanna, I promise. Deanna is the pinnacle of what it means to lead 
through humility. And we're missing this in the online space because it's something we discuss and mastermind all the time that people are more driven by income than impact. And Deanna is so motivated through impact. And that's where she actually makes the income is by putting the impact first. But she is a firm believer that you can have equal parts income and impact. And that's why she is inviting you to a two-day virtual business retreat on how to make the impact and income you were born to make without hustle and burnout. This business retreat is for you if you are ready to unlock your soul's purpose and uncover your unstoppable badassery. And if you're here, I know you are. It's the place where spirituality meets strategy. There's no better guide than Deanna and her network of influencers to guide you. If you want to join this two-day virtual event, click the link in my show notes. And you know what? If you sign up for VIP, I am going to throw in a free, that's right, free one-on-one either Reiki or Akashic record session. Without further ado, let's meet Deanna. Oh, Carrie, I have been waiting for this podcast for so long. And I think it's just, you know, how you allow to everything to just come with when the time is right, it's just like, we have been connected for a while, but it's just like, it took the divine timing for us to do this conversation. And I'm so honored and so thankful for for you for inviting me to speak a little bit about my story. What is this Coach D all about? And just to, you know, um, have some value for your audience. Thank you so much for being here, for saying yes, and for really calling that out because I know we've been connected for a year or two, a year and a half, something like that. I've lost track of time. And we private message all the time. But when it comes to having you on the podcast, I might have waited to just the perfect timing, right? And divine timing always happens. And I believe it's like when you surrender and just allow it to come as a natural process. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you about, right? Today, about how you went from where you are to where you were to where you are because you have done amazing amazing things even in the short amount of time I've known you in the past year or two but I want to hear a little bit about like young Deanna whether that's like a three-year-old or even like 10 or 20 years ago where did you start right where was the first time where you really realized you were made to be an entrepreneur oh wow this is a great question I remember I remember from my childhood from my past that I always knew that I was meant for more because as a bullied immigrant kid I oftentimes went to my Barbie dolls I put them on my bed and I would speak to them and I would inspire them and I would say to them you know you are meant for more you are here to make great things because I wanted to empower myself and I was like I remember this so vividly of course it took a while to actually process that and go back to my my child and to, you know, heal some wounds that came from that part of my, of my existence. But 
that was the first thing when I actually actually experienced that, you know, I am different. I am different. Like an entrepreneurs, we are different. Like we are different kind of species. And um, I remember this opportunity when I actually, um, my brother-in-law said to us when I was 20, when he said, you know what, I have this amazing business opportunity. I jumped like with, with both of my legs, with both my hands and said, yes, I'm made for this. You know, I want to do business because I came just straight from, from um, my job, which was in sales, high fashion sales. And I had such a great mentor who taught me how to deal with customers, with high touch customers, because this is like a, um, you know, luxurious, expensive clothes. And I really had the skills. I really had the great mentors and I, I was like so ready to dive deep into the sales. And I knew from my 20s that, you know, in order for you to have a business, you have to know how to sell. And I had that from like really early stage of my business and hand in hands when I opened my first uh, shop, which was a shop with fashion accessories. I also started that year. Um, I went to study. Um, I went to business school. I went to study entrepreneurship. So it was like um, practice practical part and theoretical part together hands in hands and yeah this was like yeah 20 I was 21 when I opened my first business so and in between that like 18 years later woo, <laughs> it's been a journey <laughs> well wow that is such a fascinating story that it really all started like you said with your Barbie dolls and having yes. them there and needing an outlet to voice what your feelings and to voice who you really were and who you knew you were meant to be even though you're being bullied as an immigrant child and that your real natural gift is to empower other people to be the best that they can be and you did that with your Barbie dolls and also the fascinating part of your story is that where you were living there was actually a school for entrepreneurs because in the U.S. we're not taught really in school how to be an entrepreneur and it even when I look it up in the dictionary, it says that it's, I believe, risk and um, failure are two descriptions of being, being an entrepreneur. Why is it risky? And why does it have to come with so much failure, right? Um, if we can have a path to success. So how did you find your way to that successful business that you have today? I would say like it was a lot, I don't, I, failure, like we can talk about failure, but I think that there's a lot of lessons, like a lot of trials and lessons. And, you know, what got me here is probably that grit and perseverance. Like I never give up. Like Carrie, I'm a, and that's probably because my parents were, you know, when they came to, from Bosnia to Slovenia, like they, they hustled, like they really hustled and they taught me how to work hard. Um, which is not how I operate today. I learned that, you know, just by working hard and, uh, and having that, that work ethic doesn't necessarily mean success. I, you have to like be really in tune. Now I'm realizing the more I let go, the more I surrender, the more I trust process, the more I attract the things that I want in my life. Um, and I'm, left brainer you know mind you like I have a master degree in business from both Ljubljana business school and Stockholm business school and I work with some you know CEOs of H&M and all these 
amazing people. But what I learned is that it's not enough to just have your left brain work as an entrepreneur. You have to have the right part as well as a creative human being. And I think like when it comes to entrepreneurs, we are very creative. It's just like, do we actually follow every idea that comes from our beautiful mind, right? Um, do we follow everything that is just like a spark? Or do we, you know, because great minds, they produce ideas. And I think entrepreneurs have these beautiful, great minds. It's just like, do I have to say to every idea, yes, this is where I, much older I get, the more no's I say, the, the more no's I say to my crazy ideas and opportunities, the more yeses I say to myself. Oh, it's burning. so powerful. And I would like to dig deeper into not just, well, two things. One is that left and right brain and how to find the balance between it. Because for me, I was always different. That's how I found my way to entrepreneurship because um, I, I've been very creative soul very different the black sheep and always just dance to my own beat right and that was looked at from a left brain perspective as like the wrong way perhaps but really it can be embraced and you've embraced like the balance because you're such a free spirit but at the same time you're very structured so how do you find that balance in your day-to-day -day? yeah great question so here it is like I have an ADHD which I didn't know until I we got diagnosed my my daughter when she was she's now 14 so seven years we got diagnosed we ha had her diagnosed because school wanted her to fit in the box right um and then I said well that you know that makes so much sense because I'm just like you know, I'm restless. I'm like always on my toes. Like I'm always like looking for adventure, you know, is this my personality or just, uh, you know, is, is this in my DNA? So I got diagnosed last two years ago in 2019 and it made so much sense. And I said, okay, so how do I make this um, an advantage? How do I make this as a strength? So I needed to learn really how to get focused and how to really become structured because um, now I don't operate so much with checklists, but really having a structure, having a routine for base to base things like sitting every Sunday and meal plan for the week or, you know, plan for the business and having all this like color coded calendar, uh, which seems crazy to I've seen else. a calendar and I, <laughs> right? oh my gosh, like I could never do this, but realizing I must do that in order to be successful, not necessarily in order to be successful, but to manage my own distractibility and um, ADHD, which is undiagnosed, but self-diagnosed, by the way. <laughs> yeah, so and I think that. that, yeah, that helped me like really to, uh, and I don't have checklists, I don't have to-do lists. What, what helped me even to, to kind of uh, go beyond just the structure and routines is actually to create a to-be list. So who do I need to be instead of what do I need to do? Because this is the crazy part. We with ADAE, we have this immense crazy energy. Like we are just an energy balls. And what happens when you're also an overachiever, like I am and hustler, like it means that you spend more energy than anyone else by creating crazy stuff, like, right. Um, and that meant that you can burn out easily. 
Mm -hmm. So for me, that meant that I had several burnouts where I just couldn't stop. I won't stop. I can't stop. It's literally like that. Like I would do business day in, day out. What helped me to actually go from doing to being was a pause and make a check-in with myself. Mm -hmm. Am I being the role model to my kids? Am I being the woman that wants to inspire 1 million women? Mm. Um, am I being the best coach for my clients? Am I showing, uh, uh, do I show up as a, someone who is proud of herself? So making these check-ins instead of like, okay, check, check, check. I did all this stuff. Like really thinking, am I being the best guest right now? Am I being the best, whatever that is, right? Um, wow. So this helped me to be aligned with who am I being instead of what am I doing? And we all love achievements. We all like, we, we, especially like, you know, for me, when I always needed to kind of, uh, I have my mom here now after 18 months, she came from Slovenia to visit us. And it's just like, I never get acknowledgement from her. Right. And it's so crazy that even now I'm approaching forties, I'm still craving that give me acknowledgement, give me recognition, right? We are just wanting to please other people. And this, you know, this past days when we were sitting and she would just say, you know, it's been a long journey for you. You have to, you know, she, she didn't acknowledge me, but she just said, you know, it's been a long journey. Um, just, you know, take the well-deserved break. And it's literally this July is my birthday and I'm just taking so much break. And it's like, it's, it's hurting me, Carrie. It's hurting me because I would love to work, but it's also, I have to let go of that. It's just a behavior. It's just a habit. I have to let go and enjoy because I've been busy. God knows that I've been busy for the last six months. <laughs> you are so busy and have so much energy, but that intentionality of, Moving from checking the boxes, because that's how I was. I was seeking recognition from accomplishments, from the doing, 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 instead of, and I was still after the accomplishments feeling like, is this it, right? And I know that Tony Robbins talks about this a lot. And that's why the focus on just being and the feelings associated with like stopping, right? Mm -hmm. And checking in on oneself is so very important. Is this where you got the, um, the theory of from hustle to flow? I am really curious about your hustle to flow theory and practice. You want to share with me a little bit about that? Yes. And I'm super, super excited to actually, so this is the first time that I'm actually speaking about this on the podcast. I share this framework from hustle to flow actually on one of my speaking gigs a few weeks ago, probably this will be months uh, after we do this. Uh, but I was working on this like inside for two years. Um, and I was really observing myself and, you know, we attract clients that like kind of mirrors of ourselves, just right? like us. Yes. Yeah. Right. And I was just seeing like, who am I attracting? Like people who people, like I'm attracting people who are so distracted, but I have this, <laughs> I'm blessed with this crazy amount of energy. And sometimes people would ask me, so how do you accomplish all this? How, how are you being everywhere? I would say like, I don't know. 
it's just like I don't take it as a work um I take it as fun and it's like and I was like really assessing and really kind of um researching why are these behaviors of people like why do people get so distracted and now more than ever like when we are in this dnh we are we have so many distraction distractions so i was really you know researching the focus and i also you know that um i took the course that really helped me to narrow narrow down and it comes to mindset it really comes to mindset in internal triggers why are we, why are we so distracted um becoming focused and um indistractable by by near it was one of the courses that really got me into thinking okay so if we have we all have a same amount of time we all have, and why do some people actually are so effective? Um, we might think that they are busy, but why are they so effective? Even like in a small spurt of time, like and maybe three, four hours, they do more than people who tend to work eight, 10 hours, right? And I came down to, it really comes back to your mission and your why. I know that a lot of people talk about that and you, you you also talk about purpose, which is super important. And knowing that what it is that I'm doing right now and how is this connected with my bigger mission? And here's, and even this, you know, I'm speaking to you and I'm guessing that there will be probably one, at least one person that will say, wow, this inspires me. And that's my mission. One human being at a time. Then we go to action, um, not any kind of action, because we hear a lot like massive action, especially in our, you know, circles where we are surrounded with this Dean, Deans and Tonys, right? But I really love to take inspired action and really thinking, you know, sit on the idea, because once you have idea, park that idea into your dream book. I have a dream book, park that idea and revisit in a week. If this idea is still, still present, go after it. Do I have a capacity to execute on this idea? Do I have energy capacity, time capacity, money capacity, support? Like really explore. If this is still alive, don't go after idea like, oh, I would say like, oh, I want to run a summit. Let's do it. Like, you know, it doesn't work like that because you burn your energy on the go. Mm -hmm. um, so that's like, like action, inspired action, but also having the strategy behind and thinking like you have to think also strategically how you're going to uh, follow through. Because one event, like people don't even realize that, you know, planning and mapping out and then doing and following up on an, an event it takes a village it really and we have been part of like really large events and it takes so much energy effort and it takes teamwork so when people say to me like I want to run a summit this is not the, you know I'm gonna show up live and just do something no this has to be strategically planned and this is like inspired action if this is something that you absolutely yeah this was this is gonna be fun I want to do it the su right support will come then it comes to purpose. I love to talk when it comes to, so the framework is actually map on, M-A-P-O-N. <laughs> um, so then it comes to the purpose, productivity, and profit. So we have to think when it comes to going to the flow, we have to think, okay, so what is the purpose behind this, this action, right? What am I 
actually wanting to do? What is the purpose of this? What is the outcome? Um, we need to think about structure. We need to plan things. So <laughs> if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Uh, Jim Rohn said that. And then profit. You have to work with a profit. If you're not profitable, you're, you well, then you don't have a business. You always need to think profit. Then we come to O, it's obstacles. Thinking about obstacles as opportunities because you know what? They will happen. Obstacles will come your way, friends. And they will come. You can't avoid them. But they are such a great opportunity for you to grow and for you to learn and for you to expand. Okay, because what about the, the, if I may interject about the O as the obstacle, because I feel like this is what, what stops most people from profitability, from execution, from that inspired action. What are what is like the number one self-made obstacle do you see <laughs> in your clients or just in general? Of course, when you go live, when you go viral, when you do something, there will be people who will, you know, maybe it's the, this obstacle can be like, okay, the tech failed me. Um, someone commented on something like, you know, they were nasty and they, you know, you know, it can be that. Um, it can be several external things, but always the internal obstacle is actually you self-sabotaging you. You will always see obstacle in your mind. Like there will always be obstacles. Instead of like really thinking, okay, how can I switch my focus from problem to opportunity to possibility then you're gonna always seek that you know you're gonna be a magnet for opportunities because so solution right even to our self-sabotage what is the solution and opportunity and self-sabotaging right that's right yeah because we want like and this is our it's just our mind just wants to trick us know that like it's just like you know you our mind just wants us to stay safe to stay small right and if you want to grow you have to find that opportunity for growth there is no other way and it's so how with you, a certain how have you found it in yourself when you realize oh my gosh i really have to grow because you know i've heard you talk about this those growing pains where we're stretching so far out of our comfort zone in the obstacle, in the opportunity, what have you done to actually really stretch and be like, okay with it and not have yeah. you just curious. So this year was like, so, so this year was really, we doubled down on our podcast. So this was intentional. I said, I want to grow my podcast and we just last night we got a message um that we are five percent globally ranked podcast which is super amazing it was hard work i'm not saying like and guys don't think that hustle and hard work are are oftentimes misinterpreted i know that it takes discipline and it takes hard work but also work hard and play harder this is my motto like really if 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 it's not fun don't do it like it's so at this point where we are really scaling our business i'm always searching for opportunities for us to scale in a way that um it's fun so i focus on my strengths and I hire my weaknesses. Mm. So this is super important. So I work in my genius all of the time. And my ideal day today, I coach, I speak, I coach, I speak, 
every day. Like it's it's so much fun. It's like this is my ideal, right? We are. I'm doing what I'm meant to do, what I feel so aligned. And of course, I, I coach and speak to my children as well. Um, but, you know, going to that, um, where did I need it to extend, to, ex- to expand, was to a- actually asking some pretty awesome people to come on my show and expecting them to say no, right? Because no doesn't mean no forever. It also means you know, not at this point. Not right now, right. And you're not show, right now. I don't think we've mentioned your show, Fearless and Successful Show, an amazing, amazing podcast. It's one of the first introductions I had to you. I love all your guests. And I mean, you have really stepped it up this year. Who have you had on your show? I had, so we, we actually made a special, um, which we brainstormed in our little group. Uh, we did um, Becoming the Millionaire, like special episode, the bonus episode where I bring millionaires on my show. And one of the first uh, millionaires was one of my inspiration when it comes to podcasting, John Lee Dewis. Carrie, I'm still like, I have this nudge in my, in my throat. Like, it's like, oh, I had actually John Lee do this on my podcast. Um, then I had Selena Sue. I had Ajit Nawalkai. I had Nita Bushan. Um, our friends, Dumina Gupta, who's also um, a million, million dollar entrepreneur. I had James Woodmore recently. Um, and it's just like, it's been so, so crazy. It, been, it's, it has been such a crazy journey to just have this one-on-one conversation with these amazing people. Um, it's like, you know, um, getting them on your show is one thing, but actually like spending your time and their time on Zoom, like one-on-one, like holy cow, that's amazing, you know? Um, and I'm super grateful. Um, and I asked actually some of my mentors who are who I, amongst them also Dean, um, you know, and some others, I still haven't got the, the response from them. It's, it's still like, I'm waiting for this person <laughs> to show up on my it's, podcast. And it's that a, was a divine timing, right? If we yes. like going back to what do we continue to all those ideas, creative ideas, all those people we want on our podcast or the opportunities that we want to seek out if it's there, if it's on repeat in our mind, it's inevitable that it's going to happen, right? It's mm-hmm. just about mm-hmm. realizing divine timing. And yes, I love what, the, what you said. Success is always inevitable. And I just, when you keep that in mind, uh, you will always find resources to make this happen, whatever that is. Absolutely. So, so yeah. I know we got distracted from map on or just so deep into the O because I feel like that's the opportunity and the obstacle usually stops most people. What is the final N, right? So non-negotiables. So I love this because this is something that you intentionally, like if you see my schedule, you see I have me time in the morning, I have me time in the evening, I have power naps when I have this crazy masterminds with you uh, Americans, like it's, I have to have a power nap scheduled in my scheduler, otherwise it doesn't happen. What you don't book in your calendar, for me at least, it doesn't happen. So um, really putting those non-negotiables, what will keep you in check with your mindset? When you're going through, you know, events, when you're planning something, when you're expanding, 
you are the first you need to serve. Absolutely. Because what happened to me, like after one of the launches, you know, Selena Sue, this was the first affiliate launch in this year that I had, and it was intense. It was super intense. Um, and we had this interaction. I know that you, you, you know how much work was there to, to, it was a lot of work. And especially because I was also part of her sales team. And it was, it was so much work but I had fun. I had so much fun. And after I stopped, I booked two weeks of a, of a rest a break two days after, or three days after me taking a break, I crushed. Mm. I had such a breakdown. Um, and this is because me entering the launch four weeks before was a different person than I was after four weeks. A lot can happen in weeks when you grow exponentially like you are literally you're not the same person you were yesterday and when you're when it's happening so much like when you're growing so fast like I I was not actually following my footsteps so fast it was everything happening so because I didn't do these daily check-ins with myself my being it happened like I, I I I collapsed I cried for five freaking hours. I was like, I was sobbing. What's happening? Like I had such a massive success. What? And that was a, a moment where I said, you know what? I have to be more in check in with myself. So assessing every day or like, yeah, every day. What was the breakthrough? What did I accomplish? And acknowledging myself. That was something that I needed to put. This is the acknowledgement. This is an unnegotiable me first. That's- We're so good at cheering our clients, at cheering our kids, but we don't stop to acknowledge ourselves, right? That's so powerful. I did not realize how much of um, you know a challenge or that growth period meant to you, but I feel like in the breakdown is when we had the breakthrough, right? The breakthrough was the non-negotiables are non-negotiables for a reason. And we're all guilty of it. I mean, we're all guilty. I'm kind of guilty myself. I took a vacation. I wasn't meditating every day. I wasn't Mm -hmm. journaling every day. And I could tell like my intuition wasn't there. The peace wasn't there. It's so important if anything, I feel like the takeaway is the non-negotiable. Start with the non-negotiable because without yes. that, success will not be inevitable, I feel like, right? Yes. Um, I think that honoring your, like, and this, this is also the self-sabotage part, always comes when you are not kind to yourself. Mm. Uh, we always say, like, do a kind thing to someone else. But, mm. you know, what about, like, being kind to ourselves? We oftentimes like talk to ourselves like idiots. Like it's so crazy, but we tell our, you're stupid. You can't do this. Like that's the self-sabotage part. But when you're being kind to yourself, when you're taking time just for yourself, you can powerfully, powerfully show up for other people in your life. Without that, like everything is just a, I don't know. Um, a chaos. <laughs> and you just do this so well, no matter if it's just like a text message or a voice message or serving, you know, 
hundreds of thousands of people online, which I'm honored to do mm-hmm. alongside you, you are always showing up with 100%. And we cannot show up as 100% unless we're showing up for ourselves first. So I see it firsthand, how powerful your practice is. You want to go through MAP on one last time? Yes. So first, like M stands for mission. Like, and and sometimes people will think, yeah, I have to have this crazy mission, Walt Disney or Steve Jobs mission. No, start where you are. Your mission can literally be, okay, so I want to be a better, I want to have better health. Mm -hmm. And this can be your personal mission, Mm -hmm. you know, start small. It doesn't need to be extensive as mine. Like I want to inspire 1 million women to be, do and have whatever they desire. It can start like really, really small. Um, Mission. This comes also like really creating this vision of future self. Um, A stands for action, inspired action. P stands for purpose, productivity, and uh, profit. O stands for obstacles, turn them into your opportunities. And N stands for non-negotiables. Um, so when you have these things, like take take time to actually write down those, those steps. And really like when you see that all these parts are present in your business, whatever that looks like in your business, you're going to see that flow will, will come. Because with these, what I realized discovering and researching two years now, my clients, and I had hundreds of clients um, in past three years, um, and also like experiencing myself, um, I see that, that when you have these things like really clearly mapped out, um, you know, like we said, success is inevitable. So Sometimes we overthink, it's so simple, it's simple. It's a, such a powerful framework. I feel like for any beginning entrepreneur, if you're in the middle of entrepreneurship and especially in this time of age where we're all shifting, you know, but the underlying mission, I believe, and purpose is in your heart. And it shows up, I think, from a very early age. Like you said, with your Barbie dolls, I don't know how old you are, but I can imagine you at like eight years old or even like 10 or six, like with your Barbie dolls and talking with them. That mission and that purpose was planted within you at birth, I believe. And Mm -hmm. it's about like removing, like you said, the obstacles and the fears and just fearlessly moving forward, just like your top podcast uh, walks your listeners through. I have a few last questions for you, if you don't mind. What do you see as your purpose? I know you said mission and purpose. So I kind of want to just clarify and give an example of what that is in your own life, your purpose. Do you have a clear sensation of it or how is it different than your mission? Yes, 100%. So my purpose here is always to be in check with myself and to serve with love. Always. Beautiful. Showing up with with love, uh, serving with love, like that's my purpose. Whatever that, and and probably like, you know, sometimes the purpose will kind of a mission can also change, but, you know, serving with love 
that's the you know when we talk about fear and love they are like opposites right when you are in place of love you will never feel like fear and love they can't co-reside and when you're always showing with so much love um you are showing up fearlessly wow so beautiful and it doesn't have to be like this grand thing i feel like some people are like i don't know my purpose but really it's so simple and so easy. We make things so complicated in life and in business. It's just about love. It's about shining your light. So thank you for sharing that and reminding the listeners that your purpose is love and it can be as easy as that and as simple as that. One last question, which I ask almost all of my uh, guests, what is your definition of happiness? (laughs) This is so fun. Well, I first believe that happiness is um, a choice. You can be, you know, happy by, you know, by choosing to be happy. But I also recently discovered there is a big difference of uh, being joyful and being happy. Um, So I would say like happiness is something that makes you happy out of joy. (laughs) So when you're joyful, when you find joy in your life, that peace, contentment, you can be like, you can show up happy. I don't know if this makes sense, but this is just my interpretation of happiness. I always believe that, um, you know, things makes you happy or people makes you happy. But when you are in a place of joy, peace and contentment, like you, you have this happy face and happy glow. Um, So I do believe that happiness comes from joy. Thank you for sharing that. It's a unique perspective, but really... We, we try to seek out happiness, but really it's that joy is even on the um, energetic field. It's the highest vibrational state that we can have. And so if we're just seeking happiness, sometimes it's, we feel empty after we're temporarily yeah. happy, but if we seek joy first, then and peace and contentment, then happiness will follow. Thank you for sharing that. I am so happy and joyful and pleased that you shared your time with me and the listeners. How can we get in touch with you and listen to your amazing podcasts? Yeah, so go to all, you know, your favorite uh, podcasting platform and just type the Fearless and Successful Podcast. Um, I would love for you to connect with me there. Also, if you're on Instagram, just, you know, Diana Lugoli. I can't spell my name. So I'm sure that Carrie will put it in the show notes. So find me on Instagram. I do my quirky, weirdo, crazy stuff on there too. I love to dance. So you get to see the the quirkiness of D, which is super amazing. Your amazing energy. It's so infectious on Instagram, on your podcast, anywhere that I feel like listeners can get in touch with you, they will be empowered and influenced and inspired by you. Thank you so much for being here, Dee. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you for listening and investing your time with me because I believe we are all here to learn, grow, and evolve effortlessly into the future. If you enjoyed what was shared today, I encourage you to subscribe, rate, review, and share because together we can do so much more. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Carrie Faith on Purpose to find out more opportunities to uncover your deepest why.